This is the L7 Means Square podcast. I'm your host, Tehran. Um, if this is your first time tuning in with us, uh, welcome. If this is a recurring time, then welcome back. Um, it's sometime in May. I'm really trying my best not to date these because I realized that the last episode was later than Mother's Day. So I'm saying Happy Mother's Day later than Mother's Day already happened. And it's quite silly. Um, Doesn't really make sense. So I'm not going to date it, really. It's sometime in May. Happy May. We're going to keep on this May thing going. Um, I'm a little bit energized slash um, tired. I think I'm energized because I'm tired. I'm one of those people that I'll hit a low in my energy and then I'll just get a spike because I realize how low my energy is. It's like when I'm tired or uh, not necessarily tired, like work a little tired, but tired like sleepy, like I I need rest. Those last hours to half hour, I would just be giggly. I would just be having a great time because I know that my body's tired and I think it's just funny. Everything's funny. Everything's hilarious. So I'm tired. Uh, And with that being said, my energy is spiking a little bit before I completely crash. It's like a sugar spike with a child. Um, Speaking of children, um, I don't have any. But speaking of children, um, there's... I have a dog. I have a I have a sweet boy named Benji. Uh, I call him Benjamin. I call him Big Body Benj. I call him uh, Benji the Butcher. Uh, I also call him Scrub. Um, it's my he's, he's my boy. That's my dog. It's my first dog. Um, he's almost two. Giant Schnauzer, about ninety pounds. Um, there's nothing going on behind his eyes in between his ears like there is nothing sweet boy though loves treats loves hugging people loves licking people loves smelling people i think he truly loves being a dog great dog's dog but uh so i take him out mind you 90 pounds big boy um i mean sit like on on all fours he may be like here Granted, you can't, you don't, you don't know where, you don't know where my hand's at. Um, He's like two and a half feet off the ground, maybe. If he's standing up, um, he's about five and a half feet. Like if he's standing up on two legs, it's maybe like five, yeah, like five and a half, five and a quarter foot. Um, But regardless, just so you could paint the picture, I have a big black dog named Benjamin. I'm taking them out because dogs have to shit outside. Um, I'm waiting for the time when he really learns how to use the toilet. It's going to be revolutionary. But I'm taking him outside, and these kids, you know, there's kids in my area. They like they like him. They've seen him since he was a baby, so they're surprised every time they see him that he done put on 25 pounds. Um, but, you know, kids are circling him. He's getting excited. He's, like, jumping. He's smelling them. Um, sometimes I don't know if he knows that he's big because he scares children that don't know him because they probably never seen a dog that's also their size. So 
these kids, I think it was it was it was three boys. Three kids walk up. Two of them know who he is. Hey, Benji, blah blah blah. You know they. He's kind of jumping on them. They're having a good time. Everybody's vibing. I'm holding a bag of shit. It's going great. And then this third kid walks up. He's like a friend of theirs. I don't know any of these kids' names. I've been living in this area for some time. These kids have known me for some time. I don't know any of their names. Um, maybe I'm just at that age where it doesn't really matter. It's just like kid one, two, and three. Uh, light skin, dark skin, curly top. Like, it doesn't matter if I could differentiate between them. So, uh, skinny small kid that's a friend of the other kids uh, that doesn't know Benji. He walks up to Benji, and Benji's in big play mode. He's big boy playtime, you know? And this kid's like, he walks up to him, and then he like scurries back. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, he's not going to. He's not going to bite you or anything. You, you see he's playing with other kids. Like, what's wrong? He was like, oh, I'm uh, I'm not used to big dogs. And I was like, are you scared? He was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, he's not going to do anything, I promise. Like, he's he's a good dog. So you can, you can walk up to him, whatever. He was like, yeah, I'm just not used to big dogs. And I'm like, why'd you come over here then? Because you walked up to a big dog, you know? And granted, he's a kid, you know, eight, nine, ten. I don't, I don't know how old kids are anymore. You, It'll be a kid that looks 15, but it's 10. Or it'll be a kid that looks like he's 19, but he's 14 because of whatever. So I don't know how old this kid is, but he's obviously uh, younger, right? So he's like walking back to where they were already at or whatever. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm about to go take you back in the house you know throw this shit out and go go about our business but i'm saying like he really walked up to this dog what were you expecting you see this dog playing obviously you you he was holding no he wasn't holding a dog his sister was holding two dogs like two little two little dogs two little dogs that you could hold like a football still both of those so i'm like all right he's obviously comfortable with dogs but you decide to walk up to my big dog and you want to be scared there's nothing to be scared about i already said it you see your friends are cool he's just going to smell you i i assured him i, I made you, like listen he's just going to smell you he's a big dog but ain't nothing going on up there he's going to smell you he may lick you and then he's going to go about his business he's just, he's really just checking in he's big dog big homie but he's just trying to check in and I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, we do things where we don't know what to expect, but we're going to do it anyway. Maybe he was following his friends. He just wanted to see what the what the commotion was about. Um, it didn't really rub me the wrong way or anything because he's a kid and I don't really care. Um, but I feel like maybe we do shit like that sometimes where we're scared of something and we go towards something that we're scared of and then it scares us and... Maybe we don't expect it, but also on the other hand, why didn't you expect it? You were scared of this, and you you knew that prior to coming over here. I don't know. I kind of I kind of respect it, but also I don't respect it because you didn't let them sniff sniff you. If you stayed and was like, "Yeah, I'm terrified of dogs," and you're like shaking, but he's still smelling you or whatever. 
cool. What's your name? Like, then I'm like, what's your name? Yeah, okay. Bobby, you're a cool kid, Bobby. Yeah, I, I, I like that. But, yeah, I, it's, it's the thing with big dogs. You have a big dog, people want to come and pet it. But also, if your big dog moves too fast, then they want to um, fear for their life. What do, what do you want? You, what do, whatever. It's a hard life for my dog, but it's cool. Everything's not supposed to be easy. But, uh, I guess getting into the topic, I really had to just get, get off my, my dog ramble a little bit. But, getting into my topic today, um, or one of them, or whatever. Um, rushing into, or rushing to the next portion of your life, the next step in your life. Um, I saw it may have been a tweet, may have been an Instagram story, may have been in a book, may have been in a movie. There are so many forms of media at this point. I can't keep up. I feel like I have to screenshot it or take a picture of it, write it down, uh, put it on the refrigerator so I can remember it. But I don't, I didn't, can't, can't go back, can't change it. But it is you're rushing into the next portion of your life when the last thing you wanted was to be exactly where you are. And that kind of like, that kind of, it kind of stuck with me a little bit. You know, it kind of, I kind of sat with that for a little while. Um, because we really do focus on the next thing at all times. I mean, planning is, is a huge thing. When it comes to, you know, adulthood, I guess, or um, trying to learn from mistakes, you know, trying to advance, basically, you got a plan to advance. What am I going to do next? But also being where your feet are and understanding like, OK, well, I'm here. I got to make the most of me being here. But if you just keep on rushing through level after level after level, um, you're going to find yourself at the end of the game and you're going to see that you didn't really enjoy anything, you know? There's an, there's actually there's another quote. Once again, don't know where I, where I got this from. It's super simple. So it could have been from anywhere in any form of human history. But um, stop and smell the flowers. That's the equivalent to if you're on this long walk let's call this long walk life right you're walking on this path some paths are some portion of the path is super curvy some of it's straightforward but you're on this path you know at the end of the path you're going to die and you have different portions of this path uphills downhills whatever but stopping to smell the flowers every now and again because you're going to walk down this path. You can't go backwards. You can't have to keep on going forward. You're walking down this path. You might as well enjoy the little things while they're there, you know, because you may never see that flower ever again. And to enjoy that flower. Now, if you don't smell flowers, it's it's a metaphor for something bigger, something like, oh, um, slow down and eat your food. That, that was something that was told to me um, as a child because I would just like vacuum my food and I mean I liked it I enjoyed it but my dad I remember he would be like did you taste it like 
what, what, where did your plate go? And I didn't really stop to savor, enjoy anything, start to really break down. Oh, this is saffron. Okay. I can, I see they made, they used the compound butter on this. Like I didn't do anything of the sort. I just kind of, like I said, I vacuumed it up. I just, okay, done. Can I get up now? And you don't enjoy the things. And now looking back, it's like, damn, I miss home cooked meals. Can't go back and get them anymore. But like, it's like, damn, I miss them. Though some of those home cooked meals were ones for the ages, you know, and you don't get them back. But when you're in those areas of your life, when you see flowers, you can smell the flowers, when you can taste the plate of food from granny or from mom or anything or dad or pop pop or whatever but you savor things you slow down a little bit you take your time you have a lot of time i have a lot of time we have so much time you actually have the most time that you'll ever have in your life moving forward right now i feel like that makes sense it made sense in my head but you have time, so don't try to rush into the next thing because you'll eventually find yourself at the end of the rope, at the end of the line. You didn't enjoy anything. You definitely ran through the course. Maybe you speed ran it, but you definitely ran through the course. Take your time, you know? Sometimes you have to do things over again, so might as well take your time with it. Kind of enjoy it. At least enjoy it a little bit. I, I like to enjoy my food now. Granted, I think I still eat relatively fast compared to the average consumer, but I like food, you know? I love food. Me and food, we get stabbed. We go, we go together real bad. Me and food, for real. But going on to my next thing, next, uh, I'm going to call them things because I don't really like calling them topics. And I, it's not really a point. I just wrote it down. I was like, I'm gonna talk about this. So this is the next thing that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about. And it was mindfulness. Mindfulness being like, you know what? I should probably have the actual definition of mindfulness down. But when I speak of mindfulness, I mean practicing mindfulness, like meditation, like journaling these are things where it kind of just puts your puts you in your body okay i have the definition of mindfulness i did search it whilst talking because i can multitask like that but mindfulness is a type of meditation in which you focus on being intensely aware of what you're sensing and feeling in the moment without interpretation or judgment if I was Dr. Umar, I would read it again, but I'm not, and I won't. But this is just like, and, and it may go back to smelling the flowers type of thing, stop rushing through things. You are completely aware of where you are, when you are, and what you are sensing and feeling. You're going to be around a lot of things in your life. May that be people, may that be may that be nature it could be bugs it could be the buildings that you're in the smells you'll smell the feelings you'll feel the tastes you'll taste these are things that 
I think mindfulness can really enhance or really put you in those shoes because I think nowadays we go from place to place, thing to thing, and we get kind of numb, um, like sense-wise, we get a bit numb to certain things. So being mindful, being like, okay, I'm, I'm in this building, it's nighttime, I hear the crickets chirping, um... People are talking. I can smell the alcohol in the air. I don't know what I'm... I have no idea what I'm describing. But I hear the the campfire crackling. I can hear the camp... Or I can smell the fire burning the wood. You just take like a deep breath and you put yourself there. You put yourself in the moment because it's very easy to be somewhere. But then you're thinking of, damn, I got to drive home. I'm going to hit traffic. Shit, now I got to get on the highway, the e-way. I know it's going to be traffic up there. I haven't been there all week without there being some type of accident. So I'm going to be backed up. It's going to be like a 45-minute drive. And you're not where you are anymore. And I, maybe I'm the only one that experiences that in the whole world. But I'm sure somebody else does. And it's eventually it could get aggravating because you start to look back on things in your life and... You can't even really place what you were doing or when you were, what you were feeling at the time because you were so focused on the next thing. Um, or like, maybe it won't even the next thing. Maybe it's the past thing as well. Um, damn, I gotta get gas because I saw that my gas tank's on E. Uh, where's the closest gas station? Blah, blah, blah. And whole time somebody's trying to offer you a beer and just try to chat it up for a little bit because they haven't seen you in a while or... They want to talk about the game or something like you know they they just want to they they want to pull you back to the moment the moment's going to try to pull you back to it at all, all times um but i think that's practice to try to stay present um and i'm sure it helps more than it hurts uh, for me it helps with anxiety um just staying in my skin not like transporting my my thought process to the future or to the past or something like that just staying in my skin and staying in the moment truly it it um it helps and you know I, you know this isn't an advice thing it's just what i what i think and what i wanted to talk about and it's one of those things now journaling and meditation i mean journaling i think it's a bad rap especially from uh, the perspective of people my age and I guess around that ballpark, maybe a little bit older, maybe a little bit younger, because you start to think of it as like a diary or that's the stigma on it. And I mean, the rebrand is kind of crazy. It may really be a diary, uh, but it's a it's a journal. It's where you put your thoughts. It's where you put your plans sometimes, uh, things that yeah, you thought about, uh, you want to go back over, things you want to remember as well um that's what i use my journal for because there's some statistic where it's like you go through a hundred thousand thoughts a day and there's no way you can remember all of them you know they come and go they're 100 it's really like a, a flashlight on a highway you looking at different cars and they're going 90 miles an hour you may see a red car then you see a blue car then you see a black car and then you keep on going and then you forgot what the second car was but you really like that car you really want to think about what that car was and it's like damn 
He starts. What, what is uh, that? Was a uh, and then you're it's gone. It's gone forever. Journaling helps retain a lot of things that I feel are important to me, <clears throat> and important uh, for me to go back to as well. Um, and it takes practice. I mean, with everything you want to get good at. With this, I don't even know if I'm getting better or worse. I want to feel like I'm getting better. I don't know if I'm getting better or worse, but with practice, with repetition, you start to kind of build build yourself up a little bit. So with journaling, it's something that, in meditation as well, but it's something that there's no right or wrong way to journal. Um, it's just you start one way, you may change it to another way, and you may throw in a new way and eventually you find yourself doing it which a, a way that works for you really you're building your journal you're building how you write down retain and remember information i feel like retain and remember are the same thing but whatever you find a way to do that um me i dated i put the time sometimes um i also letter it if i'm like under the influence like if I'm drunk and I write something down because I want to know the headspace that I was at when I wrote it down so I'm aware okay what was I really thinking or what was I really talking about because things get lost misconstrued um and the best person I should be able to communicate with me is myself so I'm going to try to do it the best way I know how so I try to keep those lines of communication very much so open um and meditation as well. Uh, I know there's a few apps that help me early with meditation now. Um, well, what are those apps? I should probably know the apps. Hmm. It's an orange app. It is an orange meditation app, and it's a little orange circle. Should I know what it's called? Absolutely. But it's also not sponsored by them, so maybe I don't need to tell you. But I'll find it eventually. But it was one of those apps where it was kind of like a guided meditation. Um, and it kind of just puts you in your body. Same thing as mindfulness. Puts you in your body. Uh, kind of relaxes your deep breaths. Focusing on your breath. Um, it's called Headspace. It's called Headspace. I like that app, that app Headspace. Actually, my brother put me onto Headspace some years ago. Um, but now at this point, I kind of guide myself through meditation. Like what the app would have said, what I kind of learned, what the app was saying, or how it would put you in a meditative state. I just kind of did that myself eventually. But I, I, I stand by it. I liked it a lot. And it made meditation att attainable and easier. Low-key helped me fall asleep faster and I got more quality sleep from it. I don't really have any bad things to say about it, except for it's not sponsored, so I don't really care for it too much, you know. But, it was a great app. It was a great thing. Um, but yeah, I would say journaling and meditation is something hand-to-hand um, -hand when it comes to being mindful. Um, I would say journaling's like having a second brain, an external hard drive of a brain, 
and meditation is uh, shutting off the outside and putting your brain in your body. And neither of these really make sense if you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking complete gibberish. But to like, what's it? What's that video? Where it's like to the four friends that keep on liking my videos. Y'all want something from the stove? For the four people that actually understand what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, that's 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 how I perceive meditation um, for me. And you get better at it. You could do it every day. You could do it every few hours if you need to and it doesn't have to be super long i've meditated for like five minutes if i needed to i've meditated for 20 minutes if i really wanted to um it just comes with practice really as do all things um and the thing with mindfulness is you start to see when you're not in your body um and you're in this kind of awkward state where you don't know what to say you feel like you should say something you're kind of battling with yourself and then the moment's over Um, which is why I don't really like elevators. I hate, I, I work in a building where there's an elevator. Um, work in a building where there's elevators and maybe like half the time I'm always in the elevator with somebody. Uh, sometimes I get it by myself and I feel like I just got a room where I can just, I'm, I'm going up or down somewhere. It's a very small room, but when I have somebody in there, sometimes I have something to say. Sometimes I don't. And I start to see people in repetition and, you know, the small talk that comes in an elevator, sometimes anxiety driven to me because I'm one of those people where either I'm completely, I'm fine 100% with silence and other times just like, all right, one of us is going to end up talking. Which one is it? And we're playing like, um, it's not really like a roulette, but kind of a roulette type of thing where one of us is going to get the bullet. Who's who's talking here? And I'm here. I'm sitting here with a. Well, hey, how how's it going? Well, like I'm trying to keep it light, trying to keep it. I may say something about the weather or something stupid, but I don't know. I hate the elevator. I hate the small talk of an elevator. And I think it goes back to. In high school, I had a public speaking. I had a public speaking class. Um, cool class, you know. It it really helped me get out of my shell. I was an introvert. Still, I'm an introvert. I don't, I don't care. But I was. What was I? I was 17 in the public speaking class. I was I was very quiet. I was a quiet individual unless I knew who you were, which I'm pretty sure that's just how introversion goes. But I mean, if you know who I am, if you don't know who I am, too, but if you know who I am, I'm relatively funny. Like, I'm the type of funny where I'll figure out what's your, what's your type of humor, and then I'll make jokes around that to get you to laugh, because I just like to get people to laugh. I love seeing people laugh. It's, it's one of the few joys in this world, because it's kind of a built-in happy thing for you and me, it's a human reaction to something. It's a laugh. So I'm relatively funny, right? But I'm quiet. So I take this public speaking class because I needed to. Um, not for me, but like to graduate or whatever. And one of the tasks was we had to do um, an elevator section. 
and it was like you have to make small talk for one minute which granted it doesn't sound like a lot but when you're sit when you're on the clock and you're trying to talk and you feel like you just had a full conversation but only 20 seconds passed it's kind of um intense it's very intense and then you kind of get in your head with it because i you I, I went through all my moves you know how's the weather uh oh thank god it's friday or one day closer to friday nice shoes those are my three go-to moves in an elevator and then after that it's 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 whatever you know i don't i don't have anything else to say and then i may come off as rude because you'll say oh how's work going and i'm mm-hmm. um yeah it's like i don't even hear you because i'm out of <laughs> because i'm out of moves i don't even know how to respond to to what you're saying anymore um so i would say that that class kind of helped because i mean i passed it so i had to do um a dialogue with somebody somebody else in the class it was a small class but a dialogue with somebody for one minute of just elevator small talk um and for one people are genuinely friendly when it comes to elevator small talk because frankly you're trapped with this person in this metal tube for however long until they get to their destination or you get to yours and you could be in there with a complete psychopath and you just want to keep it fun friendly and quick you know so that class i mean it it helped but i i think about that class now when i'm in the elevator and i'm trying to go back to like what was what was something i said then or what would i forget the teacher's name honestly he was a great guy cool guy um he was a he was the penn state um drum major whenever he went to school what however old he was at that time but like i'm he's older now but like whenever he was in college he was the drum major he was a he was a cool guy shout out to him wherever you are shout out to you I really wish I knew your name. It'll probably come back to me. Um, but yeah, it's and trying to go back to a class for so for so long ago from so long ago. I mean, I'm 24. I'll be 25 soon, but I'm 24. I was 17. I mean, it seems like ages ago, but also at the same time, it doesn't seem that long ago. And that's how time's going to work. That's how age is going to work. I was talking to somebody um, at my job, and they were talking about the robot babies that they have now. Um, and my ears completely perked up because I'm a very anti-robot person because I've seen iRobot. I've seen a lot of movies where the robot... I've seen Terminator. I've seen, I've seen The Matrix. I've seen the movies where the robots win or they're winning. So I'm like, robot babies, they're reproducing. And... They're like, no, um, the robot babies they give out in high school. And I'm like, you got to, like, you got to expand. What are you talking <laughs> What are you talking about right now? And the, um, and I don't know if anybody had this. It's like the, the home economics class where they would give out the, uh, the bag of flour. Sometimes it was a, bla- a bag of flour. My, at my school, they had the bag of flour either bag of flour or the um sometimes it was the egg like when everybody hates chris they had the egg 
and they gave him a brown egg because he's black. They don't make shows like that anymore. But now they give you a robot baby. The baby cries. Um, if like you drop it or whatever, or it doesn't have attention, it has to be picked up. Uh, you have to not physically change it, but like change it. Um, and I'm sitting here like, am I washed? Am I old? Am, am, I, am I out of here? But at the same time, no, that was just my experience on it. I mean, as time goes on, there'll be different experiences. Um, maybe they'll just have an AI robot or like a, I don't, I don't know, the innovation at this point, I can't keep up with it. But that was something where I was just, I, my mind went somewhere completely different than what they were telling me, but there being robot babies now, I, I think is, it's cool. I mean, ain't nothing like having a real baby. You know, I got a dog, but people just, if you really want to know what having a baby is like, go have a baby and let me know how that is, you know? Um, geez, the, the, the things that we do now to try to prepare and it's just a lot. It's it's a lot, but yeah, that was my old man feelings at uh at my big twenty four age, and once again, I don't feel that old. Um, do my bones ache sometimes? Yeah, but it's not like a ache, like take me to the hospital ache. It's like ache, like I gotta stretch. It's like let me. I need to start stretching more. And I just saw something like that on Twitter. It was like. Dear 20-year-olds, stretch in the morning. Sincerely, your 30-year-old body. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, once once the time starts ticking, you won't feel it in your brain, really. You may, you may forget some stuff. You may feel a little bit slower. But your body's going to feel it way before your brain feels it. And I'm not looking forward to that at all. But if you made it this far, um, congratulations. The uh, episode is coming to a close. Um, you could tune into other episodes of L7 Mean Square podcast on wherever you get your podcast. I'm just going to start saying that now because it's wherever you can find it. Um, they drop on Sundays, every Sunday on the Sunday. I probably should have a time set for it, but it's it's on Sunday. You got stuff to do on Sunday. I have things to do on Sunday. How about we listen to the L7 Mean Square podcast together on Sundays? Um, and at this point, uh, the music's probably playing. So I will talk to you guys and gals and people who don't identify. Identify soon. Everybody that's listening to this, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate you all. Um, have a good night, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. However you listen, whatever time you listen to this, have a great one. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.